0: Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team.
1: Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and
0: welcome to Podcast 37 in our series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hello everyone. Well firstly we've got to say Claire's just got back from a honeymoon and wedding, so
1: Woo-hoo! It has been a bit of a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. I have to say, honeymoon was brilliant.
0: Well, the wedding was pretty good as well. And, and one of the funniest things was when the vicar told Claire to stop smiling as much because he's never <laughs> seen such a smiley bride.
1: Oh, I was so so happy. And he was telling me on the rehearsal to to try and tone it down a bit, you know, <laughs> because it was it was also quite a sombre occasion I was like somber occasion I'm getting married come on <laughs> I think he probably so, meant serious yeah well, I, I, think, I think that's probably what he meant um but anyway I just couldn't contain it I just couldn't contain it but he was he's a such a character as well it was
0: good fun it was good fun and Claire looked absolutely stunning as well I,
1: I also so. did Tom but
0: Claire looked particularly <laughs> stunning I'm
1: sure we will be pleased with that <laughs> and then I shall pass that on to him
0: <laughs> so today I want to start by a Big thank you to Catherine from changeability.me for leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. And she says that it's fascinating and inspirational podcast covering a whole range of self-development and personal development subjects, delivered in concise nuggets nuggets? nuggets of advice to be recommended oh that's amazing thanks ever so much
1: Catherine. yeah we really appreciate all of those reviews don't we thank mm. you absolutely so yeah last time we were helping you to develop your confidence our top tips were to remember that you are worthy of good feelings like happiness and confidence And to recall when you were a baby how confidently you let your parents know you wanted feeding or how you wanted to walk so that you persevered until you did. Feeling confident and worthy is actually your natural state of being.
0: Remember, confidence is not having to know all the answers or being able to do absolutely everything. Instead, it's about having the willingness to try, to make mistakes and to feel that although you don't know everything and you can't control everything that happens.
1: And what you can do is work out how to handle whatever comes your way. Flex your confident muscle by reminding yourself of past times of confidence and using this when you try a new thing for the first time, which you may be feeling unsure about. Do new things. This will increase your feelings of confidence tenfold. Instead of dismissing positive messages from others, Learn
0: to receive and accept the positive praise and feedback you're given. Start to practice a confident body posture and tone of voice so that you can start aligning not only your mind, but also your physiology with confidence.
1: So today we are going to be discussing how to flourish and we are all about having a life you love. We believe that learning how to flourish is a key element of this. This comes from the research by positive psychology expert Martin Seligman, who you may have heard of already. He believes the feeling of happiness is too fleeting to invest all our energy into. And he encourages us to aspire to flourishing instead, which he believes is more fulfilling.
0: And it's an interesting idea and one worth exploring. So what is flourishing all about? Well, what we love is it's about the journey. It's about creating positive change whilst boosting your well-being instead of thinking I'll be happy when such and such happens or this time occurs. It's about having a brilliant life while reaching your goals. Does that sound good? So here are our top tips for flourishing inspired by Martin Seligman.
1: Your well-being starts with your mind. What thoughts are positive and energising and what ones are draining you? Keep track of your thought patterns. Make a list of those thoughts that boost or sap your energy. So thoughts that sap your energy could be perhaps jealous thoughts, thoughts that you're not good enough and perhaps just general frustrations.
0: On the other hand, energising thoughts will be loving thoughts a person you like being around, a project you love, something that you're looking forward to doing.
1: Once you've got your list, you can start to make choices to reduce the stuff that drains your energy and the thoughts that drain your energy and increase the ones that actually boost you. For example, I've decided I want to spend more of my time coaching and seeing friends and doing art and exercising and doing all the stuff I love. So I'm asking my virtual assistant to take on more of my boring admin that I hate doing. And Helen will tell you, she will back me up on this, I feel such negativity about some of my admin and my thoughts are not positive about my admin, are they, Helen? No, uh, Claire certainly isn't the admin queen. No, I certainly am not. So I decided to reduce it and spend my time more productively on things that I'm good at. How about you, Helen?
0: Well, I suppose in a way I'm doing a similar sort of thing to you, Claire. I mean, I don't mind admin, uh, no, truth you're, be told. You're quite good at it. <laughs> but I've decided to stop procrastination and that's both in my personal life and in my work life. Yeah. Because I find things like exercise, it's never really got to the top of my list. Yeah. So what I'm doing now is, um, as you would have heard in earlier podcasts, we now have Bella, who's our dog. Who is gorgeous. Who is gorgeous. Way. We took her for a little walk earlier. We did. And That's getting me out and about two or three times a day. And it's great to be out in the fresh air and spend some fun time with her as well. So there's no more procrastination around doing any exercise. And then when I'm back to work, I've got time to just focus in on what I'm working on. And that's increased my productivity massively.
1: That's brilliant. So we've talked about negative comparisons before, haven't we, on this podcast series. It's such a common and destructive way to drain your energy, and it can also be quite subtle. A good example of this is Facebook. Sometimes you may find yourself comparing yourself negatively to other people on there. Remember that the person you envy is presenting a self-edited, purely positive version of their life. For example, only posting the best photos of themselves. (laughs) Once you take this perspective, you can take Facebook for what it is, a pinch of salt, then a way to torture yourself.
0: Absolutely. So instead of focusing on what other people have, focus on what you have. Chances are that you have a lot of things that other people would love in their lives. If you still think there's a problem, then aim to resolve it. Focus on what you want to improve in your life and take action to achieve what you want.
1: What makes it easier to really sail forwards into a flourishing life is to give your life purpose and meaning. Having a purpose really does strengthen your resolve to persist even through tougher times.
0: Persisting helps build your resilience and boost your confidence. Core ingredients for flourishing... So how do you flourish with purpose? Well, you identify your values and you do this by asking yourself a series of questions. What matters to you the most? and Why is that really important to you?
1: I think that's a really good question to ask you know sometimes we avoid the why question don't we because it can get us into trouble some of the time Um, but here it's actually really useful why do you do what you do what is that driving force behind what you do and sometimes it's really nice to get clarity On that and you might need to ponder this and ask yourself why a couple of times or another way to go about it is is sort of addressing well what does this give me that's positive you know what does doing this this project give me that's fulfilling and positive and then you can work out what your values and purpose are from that Uh, so what's important to you helen
0: Well I think the word purpose is key to me. I love having a purpose and making a difference and also feeling secure and they motivate me but values such as integrity, fairness, respect and honesty are really important too
1: yeah well when I was thinking about my values Helen I I think mine are very similar to yours we it's it's fair to say though Helen and I have done a lot of work over the years on clarifying what our purpose and values are and it's not surprising that some of them are quite similar Um, as soon as we
0: do do the same job
1: we do the same job exactly so for me making a positive difference in the world is definitely my purpose and I really value good manners. <laughs> I really have a thing. Actually,
0: I should have said that as well. Yeah, yeah. I
1: really have a thing about good manners. It's just, it's just something. I really like it. And uh, kindness factors highly for me as well.
0: So what's important is living your values each day. Does your life reflect these values? At times, when we get too busy, it can be really easy to lose sight of what's most important to us. So it's really important to live to
1: our values
0: every day and you'll soon achieve a flourishing life.
1: Do you know what? Having a flourishing vision can really help with feeling purposeful as well. It's absolutely vital to dream if you want to accomplish anything in life. And this al- this also means being brave enough to be true to yourself. And uh, please see our podcast on being authentic. That should help <laughs> you with that. <laughs> um, instead of living a life, you know, that others expect of you. It's not just about dreaming, though, is it? Flourishing is, a- is about step by step taking consistent action to make your dreams a reality.
0: And how about fun? That's part of flourishing as well isn't it? And another podcast that we did recently about laughter and anyone who wants to check that one out it was episode 34 which I think you'll agree is key for flourishing. If you lose your sense of humour
1: you know you're off track don't you? Definitely and I'm wondering how about writing a fun list You could brainstorm fun stuff you enjoy, which provides you with that boost. Perhaps set yourself five or ten minutes to get down on a piece of paper everything you love to do.
0: that sounds fun. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, write down all the things that interest you the most. The people you love hanging out with, what you could do all day long, your favourite places, sights and sounds. How can you experience more of this in your
1: everyday life? In an article in Psychology's magazine, they talked about creating a fun account or a money box where you allocate a certain amount of your earnings to fun. I think this is actually quite a cool idea. That's
0: a really good Never idea. Never thought of that
1: before, like allocating, you know, a certain amount of money.
0: Well, we have a change jar and we fill it up with all our odds of change. Yeah. And then what we do is when it's full, we cash it in and spend it on great stuff and fun stuff. So that's I suppose that's awesome. a way of doing it.
1: Yeah, that is totally a way of doing that. I love that
0: embracing life with its ups and downs its highs and lows its wondrous and its mundaneness accepting that sometimes we just have to suffer and that's okay and that can be really helpful because there are certain lessons that we can learn by that suffering
1: yeah i think this is key because sometimes expecting to be happy all the time (laughs) you know 24 7 (laughs) happiness Um, can be a little bit destructive cliche I know but if you want rainbows you've got to have rain sometimes and if you accept the rain but crucially decide how you want to respond to it then this gives you an opportunity to learn to grow and to flourish
0: fantastic great great metaphor as well Thanks. I like a rainbow
1: (laughs) so how about
0: relationships because these are key to flourishing in life as well aren't they having someone or a pet that's always pleased to see you and who you're always pleased to see is crucial for your happiness and so is having people you can rely on for emotional support
1: yeah that's a great point helen who are you always pleased to see well i'm quite lucky
0: um my husband's one of these generally happy people so he's always great company and bella
1: i've got to say bella
0: the dog she has got the most amazing waggy tail
1: i'm always pleased to see bella (laughs) She is awesome. She is making me want a dog. She is so cool. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, brilliant. So I'm, I'm always pleased to see Tom, um, who is my new husband. Do you know what? I don't think I've referred to him as husband yet.
0: I mean, yeah, so now this on, is my on, on, on the, the podcast, on the podcast yeah. it's the
1: first time um yeah I mean it, it sounds a bit it does sound a little bit pukey but um at the moment you have to bear with me because I am still in that loved up stage um and I'm always pleased to also see my grandma who we call nanny mac She's a bit of a legend in our family. Yeah, you we met, met her, her at me? the wedding, yeah? Did you see her dancing? Yeah, brilliant. She's amazing. Brilliant. Amazing. She's uh, she's eighty five, and she still goes to her Irish clubs on a Saturday night, and she's there dancing till two a.m. Wow, I know she is. She's quite inspiring, but she's always so pleased to see me, and always tells me she loves me, which is very special.
0: I can imagine. Sometimes you have to have a declutter of your relationships.
1: I avoid spending
0: too much time with people who deliberately bring me down. In fact, I don't have those people